Uncle Alan, why didn't you save us in New York? I know you tried. That's why you switched shows. Thank you, baby. Way we did it without Steve. We did a thing. We done the thing, lads. I think we we can all go home right now. Yeah, that's all yeah. I need to do. Congrats on successful pod. Well done, lads. Thanks for coming. Oh, what time to be alive, lads? Uh, it's about 10 o'clock. Is it? Oh, shit. You're usually nap time into the stage, to be fair. It feels yeah, exactly. like nap time. I'm not going to lie. It feels like nap time. Strange time for Gordo to be awake. <laughs> and Gordo is here on time for once. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, to be fair, we had said we, we had said we were going to record half an hour ago. Yeah, that was both fault, though. Yeah, he it delayed our been. delivery man. I yeah. mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, all that. your fault. <laughs> Welcome to episode three hundred and four. Let's rest some podcast. Three hundred and four. I've always wanted to get to three hundred and four. It's my uh, favorite number. I'm looking forward to when we hit episode three sixteen. Oh God, that's not too far away. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Every time Steve tries to speak, we just go what? 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 I'll get the soundboard ready for that one. Just uh, <laughs> have that clip ready, just on repeat, constant. How soon until ah. Steve actually fucking just cancels the whole pod? <laughs> I keep meaning to, for these ones that Steve isn't here, I keep meaning to get him to record a few sound bites that I can just play intermittently um, throughout <laughs> the podcast. But I have to remind to do it. Uh, no, sadly, Steve is not with us this evening. He has, in fact, developed a severe dose of the old penis AIDS. Mm. Not the normal penis aids like Gordo has, the old penis aids because Steve is old. very, very old. Yeah, it's decrepit, decrepit penis aids. Yeah. Uh, see, it took a while to kick in because, you know, he couldn't find it. So, like, mm. ah. these things happen to old people, apparently. Yeah. We wouldn't know. We're all very young by comparison. Uh, so, what's happening this week? Anything happening in your lives or words to that li- effect? Got hit by lightning. You got hit by lightning. My house got hit by lightning while I was in it. Did you hear it happening? Oh, God, yeah. Um, it was very loud. We were watching, it was, the F1 was just after finishing. We were watching post coverage of the F1. All of a sudden, just the loudest fucking bang ever. And just the TV went out. Nothing else. Like the interest, you know, I was on was fine. And there's a big, saw a big flash and all too. Uh, Harley, of course, went insane, as you can imagine. Um, the dog. Because she's a bitch. Harley is. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we thought that it fried our TV. Luckily, the TV is okay. It fried the power socket, the socket for the TV, the plug. Uh, but also, it did also uh, fry my PC. Ooh. My my twelve year old PC that I've had. So it, it's it's had uh, a good life. I mean, it it took a while to get there. It uh, I mean, it took lightning to take it down. So it's had a good run. PC went nap time. Yeah. RIP PC. I thought it might have just been the cable that connected the TV to the PC, but no, no, no. It's it's the PC. The PC is gone. I got a new cable. Ouch. But yeah, uh, so slight lightning, a bit of a lightning strike. Fun, fun weekend. So you're in the market for a new PC, Bo? I bought one. Ooh. Tell us tales. Uh, oh, no, this isn't the gaming PC. This is a cheap as fuck PC. This, this PC is the one we use basically just for streaming Netflix and to download perfectly legitimate copies of things on to to play via the tv uh, and that's all we need it for i don't need a gaming PC the, the, right the, now, vi- so. the virus pc 
the virus PC, exactly. So we yeah. got a cheap, a cheap refurbished uh, desktop just to fill the bill. So that's coming Tides tomorrow over. or Monday. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I kind of, I, Sean, I don't have a, I didn't have a search protector on that one. It was like an eight socket uh, plug that it came from. Uh, I've now bought a search protector that's also coming this week too. Uh, to put it on, I had it on, like I have a search protector on my work PC and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't have it on that one. Um, so yeah, that's that's also on the agenda. It also fried the thing that brings internet to my work PC upstairs because um, oh, that's dude. plugged directly into because we have the internet going through the, the electricity line, the, the what you call the power line adapter, power line which mm-hmm. is plugged directly into the socket. So it, basically anything that was plugged into that socket, they're all getting right. into the same two, two plug socket uh, is, yeah, most of the stuff on that got fried. The switch seems to be okay though, luckily. So that was also plugged in there. Fun Mother times. God. Fun times. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Great time for expenses, all these things to replace, right? As we're moving, building a house and buying a house, you know. Fun times. No more perfect time. No. You know, what else would you Yeah. I mean, it's not like you have. Buy the second Lego Disney castle, which did they release the new Disney Lego Disney castle this week as well? Very tempted. Because that's what you really need in your life right now. (laughs) Lisa won't let me. Wait. You saying that in your relationship right now, Lisa's being the adult? A little bit, yeah. It's not it's weird. Is that even possible? Apparently so. Uh, She's not well. <laughs> oh, I wish Steve was actually here. Uh so I was I gave him a lift uh at the weekend up to a wedding that he had to go to, right? And just before we got to Tume, the fastest town in Ireland there was a lot of cars flashing us. Uh, so we just assumed naturally that it was a speed camera up ahead, you know, slow down so you don't get caught, get a ticket, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. By the time we got out, turned the bend and we saw what was ahead of us, we realized very quickly that it was, in fact, not a speed van, but a three-car pileup. Oh, fuck. Um, and I would say easily the worst road collision that I've ever seen in person. Um, now, thankfully, from what I could see, uh, there was no like panic about, you know, someone being hurt, injured, trapped, anything like that. So at least that's something. Stay, stay more um, yeah. So the way we were driving, there was a car in the ditch to our left. So naturally over here in Ireland, we drive on the left. So there was a car in the ditch on the left facing the wrong way uh on the right hand side of the road the opposite side of the road there was a car in the other ditch also facing the wrong way mm. and then there was an suv kind of on the opposite side of the road that was folded up like an accordion Oof. the driver's airbag looked like it was in the back seat mm. i don't know how there wasn't more uh That's, yeah yes really yeah but like I look back at news reports, uh, like there's a few Facebook pages that cover Galway road traffic uh, incidents and there was no reports. There was just a report of uh, traffic delays around that time. But yeah, it was bizarro world. Mm. Uh, you just don't know what's happening. Like it's like if we were, if we left five minutes earlier, we could have been right in the middle of all that. Exactly. It's scary when you get that sort of things. Uh, sliding doors moments uh, freak the fuck out of me. <laughs> um, I also nearly ran down someone this week. What did that they do? Fun. 
Uh, I don't know if you know the roundabout too well by our house. So the one at GMIT. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is the most dangerous roundabout I've actually been driving through they in Galway. through at some speed on that. They, if you go, the people that go on mm-hmm. the Dublin Road, like... Yeah, like the like if you add, if you know Galway at all, there's a kind of a mini roundabout in Galway City by Moni Nagisha that you have to crawl around because it's so dangerous. There's five exits off it. Oh, I hate that roundabout with a passion, but yeah. But it, you have to it's go slow. so slow that it, yeah. it makes it safe. Uh, this one, so I was driving as if I was heading out of town. And coming up to the roundabout, it goes into two lanes. You know, the first lane is for left and straight on. And the right lane is for turning right, which I was doing because I was driving down into the estate into home. So there was a string of maybe eight or nine cars in the left lane to go straight on. So I drove past them on the right. Thankfully, I was going slowly because I know people are idiots around this town. And just as I was getting to the junction, some guy was literally strolling across. So the car to the left had obviously let him out. And naturally, I couldn't see that from where I was. Uh, and instead of him being paying attention to what he was doing and looking to make sure there's nothing coming on the other lane of that road, he was just strolling very slowly across the road until I had to slam on the brakes. And I was only doing about 25 miles an hour, so I was going very slowly, or 25 kilometers an hour, even, I should say. Uh, so I stopped within like maybe two meters. But he still had the gall to look at me as if I was fucking his mother or something <laughs> like that. Ridiculous stuff. Uh, <laughs> I just looked back at him and was like, that's not even a junction where you're supposed to cross. No, there's no pedestrian crossing there. Uh, so look, all's well that ends well. I somehow didn't, kill didn't manage to kill or someone and I didn't accident. die. No one died in that accident. Yeah. Although they come in trees, so that's only two. So let's uh, let's see what tomorrow brings. I mean, my lightning strike you encountered to that as well. There's your tree. We're out. We're out. We're done. <laughs> Way. It didn't hit me. Oh, no. Just hit the house. It's fine. <laughs> what have you been doing this week? Have you been staying away from the schools? I, I nearly committed a murder in Duns. Oh. Um. Yeah, so I went up to Duns after work on Tuesday night. Duns is a supermarket for those that are supermarket over here. Um, yeah, so the night we were supposed to be doing the podcast uh, initially, went up to pick up a few bits and pieces, you know, the old fridge was looking quite empty and needed beverages, etc. So it was fine. Went around, picked up all my stuff. And as we go to the queue up, I'm like, okay, cool. There's you know a little bit of a queue here, a little bit of a queue there. Let's split up and we'll go through separate tills. That's absolutely fine. So I happened to cop one where, you know, only half the belt is full with a couple of things. It's like, okay, cool. I'll jump in here. The absolute, the only word for her is fucking wagon. <laughs> who was ahead of me um, ended up resulting in the supervisor being called over three times oh, wow um, she was doing two shops one for her one for her brother um, she was insisting on wanting separate receipts for them but to pay for them on the one payment that, that how to did... yeah and Despite your one behind the till saying that they don't do that and never have done it, she insisted that it had been done in another store for her before. I then go back to that argument. store, love. Mm. Yeah, and eventually just led to like, look, like you know, can someone else do it? It's like, no, I'll get a supervisor over. A supervisor comes over, tells her no, pay for this and then pay for the other shit. Fuck off. So that's fine. That's cool. That's that's no problem. 
uh, couple minutes later, well, a minute or so later, turns out that she had never put the divider up to separate the two shops on the belt. Oh. So one of the things that she'd already put through was supposed to go through on the second part of the shop. So she then wanted to basically try and get that refunded so that she could put it through with the second shop. So she kicked up a fuss over that. So I said she'd have to rescan the that to rescan this thing and then bring her up say that she had to go up to the customer service afterwards to get it refunded. I paid the fucking hole. Uh, about two or three minutes later, she's done like her third or fourth last thing. Now at this point, my blood is fucking stewing. <laughs> um I am on the verge of actually committing murder. I'm wanting to fucking go strangle the bitch with the fucking uh, with the fucking price gun. I'm done. <laughs> she gets overcharged, but I went with Gordo at this stage and I was downstairs in the parking lot in the car with my shopping in the boot waiting impatiently for him. <laughs> and I hadn't started to get my stuff scanned yet. <laughs> That's how bad this was. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, she was overcharged by 10 cent for something on the second half of the shop. <sighs> so, again, insisted, bang, yada, yada, arguing, no, yeah, supervisor back over again. Cool, wrote off the... At this point, the supervisor actually turns around and just, I, I actually hear him saying to the poor girl behind the till, I don't fucking care, just put it through for free. So yeah, she eventually goes to pay for it, and then she starts breaking out coupons. Uh, yeah, as Darren said, the 10 off 50, you know, you have to use your yeah. what, double saving, save, save yeah. what did they call it? The, she double save yeah. or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. But yeah, um, in, t- in all, for her to finish her, what was essentially only just the second shop, so less than a half a trolley's worth, half a, half a conveyor belt worth of stuff, honestly took 15 minutes. Oh. So yeah, um, close to committing a murder. I am all the right God. Yeah, that is the angriest I've actually felt myself getting a long fucking time. I've had people legitimately punch or slap me in the face, and I've not gotten as angry as I did being stuck behind that absolute fucking bitch. And breathe. Run over. <laughs> um, she may. I, I'm not gonna lie there. I'm not quite sure. I I think she might have been a bit upmarket to be from the, from that direction. Uh, from the Ochoom neck of the woods. I think she might be a bit upmarket. A bit of an L. Karen there. Um, yeah. Just she, she was. She was a fucking bitch. Let's just leave it at that. Nice. Oh, yeah, that was my drama. Mm. That was my drama. Uh, did you see today that the the SAG AFRA union over in America have joined the writers on strike? Yeah, we're going to get nothing. No writers, no actors, anything. Mm. Apparently, Killian Murphy and Emily Blunt walked out of the Oppenheimer premiere over in LA oh, wow. in solidarity. So that's oh. kind of huge. I'd imagine both we're going to get sorted pretty quickly now, if that's the case. I'd hope. Yeah. Well, whatever about not having writers, if you don't have the big stars to star in your films, then you are proper fucked. I'll do it. (laughs) No, I have no union. I I don't care. Um, I I was reading the book the other day. I think it was yesterday actually about how apparently the a lot of the main studios' outlook on the writer strike was essentially that they were in no rush to negotiate with them. Because their attitude was, well, 
basically, if we leave it long enough, they're eventually going to start losing their homes and basically struggle with their rent or their mortgages. So they'll have to come crawling back when they start struggling for money. That sounds about right. Um, yeah. And I honestly have a feeling that uh, that tune might be changing very, very swiftly hmm. um, after this. So, yeah, look, it's it's big. I think it's big. Um, in a weird way, it's good and fair fucks to them. Um, now, I know, realistically, it could also be a case of, you know, they don't want to potentially be, like, you know, their studios could insist on stuff going out and... Potentially, as I said, non-unionized, lower budget stuff going. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're getting non-union writers with non-union union actors, you're not going to get much, no, much quality million, out of that. A like. million monkeys using a million typewriters, you know, <laughs> blurst of times and all that. Um, yeah, so I, I think to them, obviously, there's a bit, of a little, I won't say a little bit, maybe a very slight sliver of self-preservation of, yo, if we're going to be in anything. We need to fucking we need you know we need to get the proper boys back in to be writing this stuff, uh, boys and girls back in to be writing this stuff. Um, so yeah, look fair fucks them though. Um, it does take it does take a degree of balls to do what they done. So kudos. Mm. Uh, yeah, she turns as Noel Kelly. You know, were you watching RTE Gate during the week? I was. I watched it during the week. I was working from home, so I had it on in the background. Ah. Uh, Classic RT, huh? <laughs> so we covered this on the pod last week, obviously, the whole saga of the drama for RTE and their expense accounts. Uh, but Ryan Tuberty was on in, in the... What, what was it in the doll or was it like... It, it's, uh, uh, it was TV, isn't it? The Rockdust Committee. Uh, so yeah. Committee yeah. Basically a government committee uh, to question. Uh, so Ryan Tuberty is like the host of the, the largest talk show or well mm-hmm. he just retired of the largest talk show in Ireland and he's paid a ridiculous amount of money from RTE including money that he shouldn't have been from RTE Jesus, you thought it was from Renault Nick <laughs> but yeah there was a what six hours of questions to him and his uh, agent about yep. where was the money what did he do with the money when is the money coming I want the money so on so forth so on so, so forth a lot of repetitive money. questions of the same thing over and over and over again yeah. But these invoices, tell me about these invoices. Do you reckon it's plausible that Toberty actually didn't really know about any of this stuff? I'd say and that it was all the agent. I say it was all the agent. Personally, I don't, I don't think he had any clue at all. I'd say this was all just agent doing agent things. And Toberty's like, oh, you do your thing. Yeah. The agent seems like the, the agent seems dodgy agent as fuck, let's be honest. Uh, which also is good agent as fuck in a weird way. But yeah, there's, there's definitely something dodgy for the agent, but I don't think Tubbery didn't have a, I don't think he had a clue. Yeah, Interesting yeah. stuff, though. Uh, apparently they had uh, some members of the RT board in today to talk about what was kind of discovered last week or on Tuesday. And I guess no one's coming out of this really looking very good. No. I think the overriding emotion right now is that uh, RT should be scrapped. I saw I saw the Facebook as well today. They were saying that the uh, TV license inspectors are going around go earlier. I know. Oh, like, <laughs> imagine a TV license inspector cop rocking up right now looking for money for a TV license for you know all the shit that's going on with RT. Ordo, read the t shirt. Gar? Nah. I am legit wearing the t shirt today. <laughs> Glad to cut you. I told- 
I told you, you buy it, I'll wear it. I don't know, you know. <laughs> it's Gordon. like Ron Burgundy with the teleprompter. He'll read whatever's on it. Gordon will wear t-shirts if he's bought if they're bought for him. Yep. So as proven. Yeah, as proven by both the toilet t-shirt and this one. Um before we get into the main wrestling stuff, I I shared on a post from OTT. They're booking a new venue and a new concept. Mm, what I'm do you not think sure it the is? concept means. That's weird. Unless, hmm. Are they doing a no, rumble? They, that's exactly what they, they've been on about doing a rumble for a long time, but I don't think you call that a new concept. But I don't know. Unless it's a, a variation of a rumble or something. Uh, what, the only thing that caught my eye out of the post was that there was kind of looks like a spotlight shining down as if it's like a, a theater or something like that. Hmm. I don't know because I'm not sure what venues there are left in Dublin that they could run like, so it's hard to tell. The Olympia. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Put on the stage of the Olympia. Board Gosh. Three Arena. Board Gosh. Arena Stadium. All of these things on a Saturday night. Definitely going to be available for OTT in their price range. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, What could it be? Like, concept is a really weird one. Unless it's like a, a dual branded show or something like that. It's in September, AEW. It's the, it's the week after AEW. Oh, it's all in weekend, all out weekend. Yeah. Uh, not AEW, so. No. You're not going to have big stars then because of that. New concept. Hmm. No idea. No idea. I haven't really been keeping up with it too much lately because, you know, I haven't been going to the shows. The, I don't know, just, I've fallen out of grow with it, I think, a little bit. I don't know about you. I know I feel that too I mean it's been I, th- I think obviously the pandemic definitely and speaking out by a large share, uh, portion kind of hit, hit OTT a lot and they just mm. haven't properly recovered since plus with the, with AEW coming on the scene probably did not be kicking all the independent wrestlers and signing them to contracts as well all the good ones so yeah. it's just very little you know big name indie stars you can bring over that's going to get a buzz about them anymore either so you kind of are kind of stuck with the Irish and some of the UK guys and you're just kind of used to them. It, they don't seem overly special. So it's kind of hard to get a bit of a mm. special vibe show unless you do get a big AEW name or something on a rare occasion. Mm. Then will they actually show up? Yeah. Now, would that, it be different if we were actually in Dublin where it would be really convenient for us to oh, go to these shows? If I was in Dublin, I'd definitely be at most of these shows. But it's just, it's, it's, for us, obviously, we have to make the effort of traveling and it's, you need a justification to do that. And just normal shows that you mm-hmm. know is going to be just the Irish people. And uh, the shows are, I mean, if we went to the shows, they'd be great. They're always great. Any show you've ever gone to has been great. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you need to have a bit of incentive to do the trip. It's yeah, long. it's only two and a half hours one way, then, you know, get some food, wait for the show for four hours, then two and a half hours back to Galway. It is a mammoth fucking day, all things yeah, being told. But, uh, yeah, when are they going to fucking have a show over in Galway, you bastards? <laughs> it's been too long. Was it 2016? Yeah, the fucking comedy festival. Uh, whenever Chris Hero is over. Yeah, remember 2016, give or take. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he should have retired. Just stay retired. Terrible wrestling. Oh, no, don't you shut your fucking horn mouth. I will actually fight you. So he's coaxing him out of, out of, for one more match or for one more run? If, look, just one more, match, one more match is all I want. 
I I just want I want one match of that man on like a proper network TV show. I I was half expecting him to be the fifth man. I said it joking. Kings of Wrestling kind of did with yeah. the connection with Cesaro there or with Claudio. Um, I was hope part, part of me was open. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with what we got. Cassius Ono to feature it, Cesaro. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh lot of messy. It'll be uh, fine. They, he'll, he, they will do one last Kings match, I think. I'm fully convinced we'll get one last Kings wrestling mm. match. Because a, ta- a tag match makes sense. It won't be on him to have to... Do all the heavy lifting. Do a full singles match. Uh, anyway, that's fat shaming him. I mean, I'm saying he's doing the heavy lifting. I'm not saying someone else is doing the heavy lifting trying to carry him. I joke. But Jeff, no, look, I, I would love to see him get one last match. I was Part, part of me was hoping he would be the one for this, but uh, obviously it makes... I, I like where they're going with it. Uh, yeah, it pack makes sense. Well. Spoiler for... Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's packed, but it's going to be a hell of fun. What a bastard. All right. Uh, kill the retention, so. See you, Sean. Right, yeah. <laughs> Sean, do the thing. Get us back. We, we, we need numbers. We need retention. Please, please. <laughs> uh, what else happened? So, smack. I suppose where were we? We were last Wednesday. So, uh, where do you want to start? So take news, AW all in one go. Any other new stuff to cover, or was that from last week? The other news items. Um. Oh, Steve shared actually earlier the AEW band list. Yes, actually, this is interesting. Uh, do you want to go through the list there? I think Steve shared there higher up on the... Yes, yeah, scroll so yeah. so yeah, there's been an internal document sent out within AEW that have banned the following without approved by coaches or officials. So spots and bumps on the ring apron and outside. Ooh. Table, ladder, chair, spots in and out of the ring. Only allowed with padding, apparently. Any elevated spots outside of the barricades, dives and ladder spots on stage around the arena or other places outside of the ring. All pile driver tombstone variations, including sit down po- drivers, inverted poison, uh, hurricane ranas, and vertebrakers. High risk dies or top rope moves, 450, 630, double moonsaults, um, shooting star press, etc. Intentional bleeding of any sort, not just blading. Uh, throwing people into, through, over ring steps, commentary tables, bell tables, or guardrails, barricades. Uh, regards weapon usage, any use of chairs, pipes, kendo sticks, hammers, ring bells, bats, chains, etc., and title belts. Uh, thumbtacks, skewers, barbed wire, and other sharp puncturing objects or powders, aerosol sprays, or liquids. Throwing any weapons or cha- objects, chairs, etc. Choking, strangling with hands or a weapon or a hanging spots. Injury spots or angles, whether or not medical is involved or called to the ring. Any physicality in the crowd or crowd brawling. And any physica- physicality involving referees, managers, extras, celebrities, or special guests. Uh, but they say they're not all officially outright banned. It's They need to be approved by coaches or officials before being used. You know what? I am more than okay with this. I like this. Now, there has been some... Uh, that's obviously the, the things that need to be approved. There have been some that have been fully banned, which oh. are unprotected chair shots to the head or shots to the back of the head. Good. Buckle bombs and blind moves backwards into the turnbuckle. Uh, yes, fe- fencing responses, unnatural position of arms following a concussion. I'm not sure exactly what that's referring to. Um, um, it's basically 
if you were to get hit in the head and you essentially have like essentially your arms up in front of you as if you're kind of trying to protect yourself and block yourself it's kind of a natural reaction uh, after you get a concussion to basically okay. tighten up and fence up as if you're kind of as if you're a boxer basically trying to go and block yourself but basically okay. laid out on your back it's a yeah it's a it's a weird it's a type it's, of it's one of the things yeah, your body defaults to as a defense yeah. after you get a concussion uh, seizure cells so this is, I'm guessing, is coming from Brian Danielson. Um, spitting or bleeding in the crowd, using weapons or projectiles in the crowd, taking drinks or food from guests in the crowd, or physical contact with the crowd have all been yeah, bastard. Same. I think it's sensible. Um, I think it's a good way to. I think I think when he actually tweeted it out from the Twitter account at the AW Pod. Um, where this is a very good way to make sure that undercard and kind of opening matches don't overshadow main events or mm. like you know situations where you have let's say you know if, if they have a match that goes out there and does a fuck ton of this mad crazy shit in the first hour and then the main event you have will osprey coming in for like you know one match for the first time in three months you know you want you want to make sure that you're you're, you're keeping your spots for the right part um like back in the day there was a Thing about how there was a sign up backstage at Ring of Honor matches to basically say there was no super kicks to be thrown, that they were essentially reserved for the young bucks. Um, which you know, stuff like this, I think it makes sense. It protects spots, it protects the possibility it makes of the whole show cohesive instead of just like each match is an individual thing. 100%. Um, the fact that, like I said, the stuff that's outright banned makes sense because yeah, that's, all, that's, again, all, that's yeah. all shit that should be shit. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. And the stuff that the other stuff is. You want to do it? Come talk to us about it. You know, you might go with three or four things and let you do one of them. Cool, that's fine. You still get to do something in your match. Um, so yeah, I like it. Um, once they don't completely go away from it, you know, once they don't use it as an excuse to completely ban all of this stuff, you know, but once they use it as a way of refining it to make sure it's done sparingly and in the right way, I'm a hundred percent with this. I like. I wonder. It. I wonder how much Boxy's going to be told no. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I want a blade. It's a fucking nothing match on a nothing show. I want a blade. I want a blade. I'm going to blade. You're on Dark. Dark isn't even a show anymore. I don't care. I want a blade. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Uh, I like a, it's a great. I agree. I think it's a good idea overall, especially the band parts. Because, yeah, like it's as much as it's storyline and all for Danielson selling with his seizures, with the history, it's just it's too far a little bit. For that, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, glad that, that they've that's that. uncomfortable. That's yeah, two on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, just start. So maybe with collision from our rampage from last week. I suppose we'll, we'll kind of pick it up there. Uh, the bit, so the big we... thing from rampage was the dark order beating the elite. Clean, no interference mm. whatsoever. No, definitely fully clean. Definitely no thundering fucking European uppercut from Cesaro. Anyway. <laughs> See, there you go, Bo. I also dead named him just for you. You did, you did. Uh, that was after a punch right in the penis by Evil Uno. So yeah, Dark Order are the. I want. I don't want to say turning heel because they're not really. They're kind of more growing a backbone and standing up an for themselves. Like obviously, they had to turn fully face after everything. But I think it's the time there where they can start muddying the waters a bit again I think in the mm. time past. yeah it's, 
kind of maybe finding their roots maybe might be the mm. nice way of saying it but yeah like it's a it's a weird I, said, I think i said it last week but it's a weird kind of angle that they have at the minute because hangman did kind of fuck them over mm. but yet hangman is the the baby face in this kind of story whereas the dark order were the ones who got fucked over and they're the ones healing it up it's the old matt hardy edge situation except you know without a fucking leader well, that's the one, yeah. Who was fucking Lita? They both of them heard. That's the problem. <laughs> see, it's funny because it's true. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to see where they go with this now. Because then they said they're going to have, they're going to be talk speaking on Was it Rampage or Collision again this week? I think it was Rampage. We need to go back to retention. Fitz, well, how, how, could we, how could we have forgotten the cinema ordeal? <laughs> I, yeah, what you you bailed on a movie after half an hour or something? I walked out of the cinema mid film for the first time ever. Tell us, so tell I, us tales. I, I had not seen the trailer. I don't like watching trailers in the first place because typically trailers give away far too much of films. Oh, that's ridiculous nowadays. Yeah. So I kind of see a poster or I see a cast or something to do with the film and that'll capture my attention without actually telling me what I'm about to watch. So I saw the cast for Asteroid City being, you know, Tom Hanks is in it. Um, uh, Margot Robbie is in it. There's a fucking who's who is in it. And I thought that can be, that can't be a bad film with such a good cast. Uh, so we have the, the pass for the IMC in, or the Omniplex out in Salt Hills, so it doesn't cost us anything to buy a ticket for any films. You pay the monthly subscription. An hour in, I'd already woken Gordo at once, and he wasn't going to last another time. Sorry, <laughs> I've already heard that before. Um, and I, I said to him, look, this is pretty shit, isn't he? He's like, yeah, it's pretty fucking bad. He's like, do you want to go? <laughs> He's like, oh, I could go. And I was like, fuck this. So we walked out. We were an hour into the film and nothing to note had happened. There was no discernible story being told. Um, they were just cutting randomly between different characters and nothing seemed to intrinsically link them together. It was just weird and bad. Like a movie 43 situation job, was it? I don't know that one. It's another one that has a load of fan names, but it's kind of it's supposed to be a comedy and it's, it's mm. terrible. Now, yeah, who watch. Jackman wears balls on his chin? It's it's a weird one. Now it's a Wes Anderson film, okay. so that might that might mean something to some people, but to me it didn't mean anything. Did you tell Paddy uh, that you hated a Wes Anderson film? Um, I think <laughs> we mentioned that. We told him either way. Him. I asked him, did he want to go, and he said no. So okay. right. I said it won't be. For, he said it won't be for him. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I looked up reviews after we left the cinema and it was like seven point something on IMDb, 79% Rotten Tomatoes. I checked Twitter. People were raving about it. I think these people are raving fucking mad. <laughs> I just don't, I didn't get it. Like, and fair enough. I don't, you don't have to like every movie. Certain things are for certain audiences, but this was just objectively bad. Like sure. It looked okay. And it was cool scenery and all that sort of stuff. But it was just fucking weird. I don't get it. Please, someone help me understand it, because I am. I didn't, I didn't get it. It was awful, and I'd fallen asleep. Uh, in my defence, you did say you weren't blaming me for that nap time. You were blaming the film. It's true. It's true. It's true. For once, Gordo is uh, blameless on his nap time. Yay! 
Which uh, got awful. Uh, so we'll, highly recommend Asteroid City for anyone who wants to, you know, go if watch it. you need a cure for insomnia, yes. Toshé bad. Toshé go awful. I will not go watch that one. Then there's so much fucking movies out at the moment as well. Though I need to go see it. I need to go see. Um, Big time. Barbie. Barbie's coming out next week. Yeah, it is. Cannot wait for that. Like, it's going to be way better than it has any right to be. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, what else is there? There's the Jennifer Lawrence one at the minute. Where you want no, to see that? No hard feelings. Yeah, no hard feelings. I do want to see that because that seems like my kind of shitty comedy. That I'd is anyone going to do the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer back to back? Probably not going to do back to back. I let's see, but apparently that's a thing. That. Hmm. And they're both at the same day, so that's why it's a thing. What else came out recently? There's a few actually lately. I went to Flash Impossible. Oh, the new Mission Impossible out. Yeah. Seven part one or I something, s- I don't know. I still have to see um, Little Mermaid as well. And there's a new uh, Pixar movie, Elemental, is out too. I forgot that was out as well. Bollocks, too many films. There's an Insidious, which I don't know if Paddy likes Insidious. See. Yeah, I'm not. He said he might go see it actually. Ah, okay. Because he said he might have, it means he'd have to rewatch the other ones again. He doesn't know if he has that in him. <laughs> uh, the new fucking. Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones is horrible. I have I did I didn't watch the last one. Uh, but yeah, the, I've seen a few people now saying it's the, it's the worst of the entire series. Which after the reviews of the last one, it uh, it doesn't bode well. You've seen it, Sean. Thoughts, emotions, feelings. Will base this entire review on your opinion. What Damon was saying to me, he was saying it was very good. He really liked it. Mm. As Sean was saying, he's I, heard that it's better than Crystal Skull. So, And still in the cinema, if you haven't seen it yet, Spider-Verse, the new one, is fantastic. Oh, so good. So fucking good. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. No, I, I've heard only good things about it, but for some reason, the animated version just doesn't appeal to me at all. I got like Lisa was the same. It, the, and she didn't like the animation style either. But I, I made her watch the first one, and she wanted to watch the second one. And she loved it. So good. Get through the first like ten minutes of the first one, and you'll be hooked. Yeah, it's honestly it's so so good. It's yeah, I yeah, I can't wait for it to come out so I can rewatch it again. Mad. Yeah. Good shit, pal. Anyway, sorry. Back to losing their attention again. Yes. <laughs> the main event, actually, at Rampage, I really enjoyed that the match between Cage and Big Bill and Beretta and Sidell. I thought it was really good. Hmm. Yeah, Cage and Bill. It's a good they a work well as a team. Tight team. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, they didn't uh, finish the week successfully. But uh, they had a good win over, was it Trent and um, Matt Sidell? Mm. Blind... Eliminator tag title tournament semi final match tag something quarter final quarter it's it's hard to, there's too many tournaments there's, happening there's, at the same time there's three tournaments happening at the same time right now it's it's a bit too much but they love their yeah. tournaments they can love to fuck off that's what they can love to do <laughs> who has happened then on rampage uh holy Shida. You bet Marina Shafir, that's that happened, I suppose. 
uh, Sammy and Garcia bet uh, Matt and Jeff. Not the, the Hardys. Jared boys. The Jared boys, yeah. Uh, it's it's the opposite to Pucci, you know. When Pucci's not on the screen, everyone should be asking, where's Pucci? When Jeff Jarrett is on the screen, everyone should be asking, why is he on the screen? Yeah. yeah. Uh, get off my screen. You're, you're an ancient fucking relic that should have been buried legitimately and literally and figuratively about 20 years ago. Uh, maybe 15. I've been a bit harsh. Yeah. Tell him when he's telling lies. Uh, go on to Collision then. Ricky Stonks about Powerhouse Hobbs. I think we all kind of saw that one coming. Yeah. QT Marshall. Obviously, the breakup is coming soon. Hopefully soon rather than later. We got a QTV as well. We did. Naturally, that'll win the QTV Worst Moment of the yeah. Week award. Yeah, it was on Rampage, but yeah, we got we got a QTV. Um, what else? The... So yeah, the, the Powerhouse Hobbs had a visual pin and he obviously didn't get the result because the ref was distracted because QTV was there annoying the referee. Uh, so that'll kind of build up. Everyone thought Powerhouse Hobbs was going to uh, do the you know, beat down of him there and then, but that didn't happen. Um, so Ricky Stonks into the final and we kind of alluded to it last week the Punk and Starks were getting very pally pally chum chum so a final between the two of those seemed likely and spoiler main event CM Punk did defeat Samoa Joe for the first time ever to anyone's surprise no I mean, Punk was as soon as they announced the really brackets with Punk in the brackets Punk was always making the final and most likely winning weirdly mm. enough a lot of people on Twitter well, not a lot. A good chunk of people on Twitter were actually surprised that Joe didn't win this match. Really? Punk hasn't yeah. lost. I know, but their rationale behind it was, they were like, why would you have Joe lose to Punk in a small crowd in Canada? Should that not be something to say for a bigger show? If that's a fair comment. Which I do I think they've been a bit hamstrung by their shows in Canada over the last few weeks. Canada crowds are awful. You uh, like it depends on where you go in Canada. They're going like outside of the big wrestling spots in Canada for the yeah. most part. Was this into there was one in Toronto? Was that the one? That was the same time was. as uh, Forbidden Door. Yeah, mm. Door. Uh, Collision was in Regina. That was it. To uh, I think two and a half, three thousand people. Mm. But yeah, so then when you're going like regional in Canada, it's so spread out. Like you're, it's going to be yeah. tough to get a decent crowd, and if you're not in one of the big cities, like yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people are saying that. We're saying they thought he might, you know, Joe would win on account of it being in such a small crowd. But obviously, like you no. still want to, even if it's a small crowd, it's the story of Punk getting through to win this thing. Like and the bigger the the bigger thing I take from it as to why it was always going to be Punk is. What? How big of a rub does Ricky Starks get from facing CM Punk versus facing Samoa Joe in the final? Yeah. Like, regardless of look, we're all expecting Punk is going to win this thing, but as much as that, this final is going to be about putting over that Ricky Starks is capable of being a top guy. Um, I like, think. I think Punk puts over Starks. I think Stark wins. Oh, well. I, I wouldn't surprise me. I, don't think, I, I wouldn't would. I, I don't I don't think I think Punk's winning, but I, like, I think Punk I, is winning, but I wouldn't be as shocked to see Starks win. Yeah, as if it was someone it, if it was someone else, else, I would be, but yeah. Hmm. It'd be a hell of a, a hell of a rub to give someone. Hell of a rub. Hell of a yeah. rub. 
Jeff. Now Marvel. he could. Though we could fancy book this to the fucking cows come home because it's actually happening this weekend. I think it's a Saturday night. Um, maybe if this is Punk's way of turning heel, maybe he does some bastard work in the match. Maybe ring Canada. What better way to garnish some heat than uh, doing some cheeky yeah. shit against uh, having, a, having a screw job in Canada? Nah, I'll never get over in Bret Hart's hometown. As soon as in he a locks tournament in the named after Vice. his brother. As soon as he locks in the Anaconda Vice, the ref calls it. Can you imagine? Oh, it would be fucking war. Mark has to come out and present the, pre- the trophy then afterwards or the title belt. Do it. Do it, you fucking cowards. It's, it's right there. But now, right I, there. I, I still punks with it as a face. The oh, punk, later. Um, yeah. That's the collision. The fucking tag match was fantastic. And collision. Oh, that was so good. Uh, spoiler. Oh, I was very happy uh, FTR lost. <laughs> I actually didn't mind it too much because it was a situation where an eliminator match was actually used as an, an eliminator. eliminator. Yeah, it's they actually won it. Yeah, and it's like you Ooh. know if you but but also like, the the whole thing where they made it canon now that if you lose the eliminator, you don't get a title shot as long as we're champs. It makes sense. It's, they've never said that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the fact that that's now canon is that that's what the that, that's what the expectation is of an eliminator is if you win, yeah, you get your title shot, but if you lose, get to fuck. I'm totally cool with that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, but between that and the list of stuff today, two big dubs for AEW this week in my mm. eyes. Um, from a a rule and kind of show forming perspective, uh, yeah, big. Big week for them. Huge. Wrestler of the week may well be Tony Khan for yeah. both, for having both of those things. Oh, yeah, he's the Booker of the Year five years running. <laughs> uh, is that uh, two or three falls match? Is that on Battle of the Belts or is that on Collision? Because uh, they're both on the same night. Mm. Yeah. It would have made sense to put it on Battle of the Belts, but no, it's on Collision. No, because if it's I not mean, Battle of the Belts, it's a guaranteed retention. At least this way people might Take yeah, the and plus, the titles. You know, they've got another 50 other belts to do to defend on that little belt. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Uh, also, Julie Hart had a match. Sure did. Next. <laughs> and on we go. Uh, Jeff, solid, again, solid. I, I think the week before was a meh collision. This week, I think it was back to... It was good. It was, it was definitely a step back in the right direction this week, definitely. Amazing what happens when you have a live show rather than a taped show. Oh, night and day. Fucking night and day. Uh, what else we got? So Dynamite, Dynamite this week? Yeah, yeah. Keep, it, keep it on brand, I suppose. Oh, yeah. uh, Jericho had a match with Commander. Why? Because Jericho used to face gets off against luchadors when he was younger, and he's in Canada where he was younger, and yeah, that's why. Um, an aging Chris Jericho should not be having matches with. Um, you got to be a bit harsh and say an inexperienced, uh, not very honed in, acrobatic wrestler like Commander. No. A, this match got very, very clunky towards the end. Clunkier mm. in the main event of Raw. That's saying something. And that's saying something. Uh, not good. Um, 
I, yeah, I don't get it. Didn't see the need for it. It was all to set up this generic Don Callis shit. Yeah. Um, they do throw these matches out randomly on AW. Just like they they sometimes build them as dream matches as well, which is a bit weird. But yeah, this one at least they didn't. But I did. I did like his line tamer at the end. He really locked in that line tamer more than he usually does. Probably because he was really, pissed off from all the bat- botches throughout the match. That and also the fact that he nearly had him fucking twisting his fucking neck off. Yeah. When he's trying to lock it in. He's done some job there, though, Chris. Huge. Yeah, I think it was that then, but we had to tag the two tag semifinals. Uh, Fitz, actually, I must ask, there's, there's a certain duo in this blind tag tournament that you appear to be liking way more than you feel you should. Yes. I already said that. Big Bill and Brian Cage. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're uh, definitely what it's all about. MJF, Adam Cole, who thought this would go as well as it has? It's been really good, hasn't it? <laughs> now, to be fair, they're obviously both two talented dudes, right? No one disputes that. But they're just far more entertaining together as a collective in a weird sort of baby face uh, tween. You know one of them's going to turn on the other one. One point, yeah. which one? How long did they last? Who's going to turn on who? Call it mm. now. No, no takesy backsies. I, I still gonna be MGF. Like you're gonna get them to be proper pally pally, and they're gonna super over his faces, and then MGF's gonna be the dickhead of the opposite. What? No way. Oh my. Yeah. Very fun match. Two of them against uh, Brian Cage and Big Bill. Fun, mm. solid match. But they still haven't done the double clothesline. Look, so close. They got close. Somehow they're ma- managing to get a double clothesline they, over. They took a double clothesline. It's uh, they're getting there. Twice. Yeah, almost there. Someday. That, that's saving up for the big final. Like this is a semi final. You, you you pull that off in the final. Yeah, you don't you don't blow your load early. Like yeah, I know. <laughs> you, you'd know, buddy. <laughs> Uh, the other semi-final then, Cassidy and Darby Allen get their first loss as a tag team uh, against Ooh. Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia, who are not on the same page fully either. No, because you've got the whole Sammy trying to be a face, but just yeah. no one's buying it because he's an absolute smarmy piece of shit. Yeah, shaking the hands of Darby Allen after, you know, they mm. technically, they, they, they cheated, they got the, the victory by his shenanigans. Swerve came in and kicked uh, Darby in the fuck. I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no Taking way, the fuck no. out of nowhere. Right in the fuck. Right in the absolute fuck. So, yeah, that happened. That was, uh, meh. It wasn't the last we saw of El Swerve. No. No, he had a match against the debuting Nick Wayne. Hella talented young man. Yeah, Nick Wayne's good. Gary, how good he is. Just um, turned 18, literally the other day. Yeah, and uh, he also has a dead daddy, so Christian Cage is going to be hitting uh, him up soon. Next on the list, there we go. Yeah, yeah, he and he he made the old classic mistake of uh, saying in his promo that his dad died. So like, it wasn't even the fact that Christian had to go out and find these things out for himself. He basically put up a big fucking flag and said, "Hey, Christian, I've got no daddy. Come hate on me." <laughs> has Christian gone after Wardlow yet? After his dad died, I. Think he I'm mentioned it. Think. You mentioned it, yeah. Yeah, he, he said that in the feud. Uh, who else has dead dads? 
Mm. Uh, Jack Perry. No, we know that one. I wonder if there's anyone else. Uh, was there one more? Target. I feel like there's another one he was able to target. I can't remember now. I can't remember. But the big news from AEW this week, from Dynamite this week, Jake Hager forfeited his hat. He loved that hat. He does love his I hat. I believe that he did, in fact, love that hat. Mm. Get that inkling from somewhere. Don't know where, though. No. Could be anything. Could be from anywhere. Could even be a boat. Ah, oh, bless. Rip hat. Rip. <laughs> uh, what else happened? Ruby Soho defeated Sky Blue. That was all right. That was decent, yeah. Going to the finals again two years in a row. Yeah, we got... Who was it? Willow Nightingale and... Athena. 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 In the mm-hmm. other match, that's going to happen on Rampage on Friday and the finals on Saturday on Collision. But the... I think they might have foreshadowed this being Ruby versus Willow because last week uh, they had a backstage promo between Willow and Athena where effectively the end result was that if Willow beats Athena, she'll get a future shot at the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. So they've kind of laid that groundwork there for Willow winning, which and no plus, problem with they've, it. They've been pushing Willow. She, she, she inadvertently won the... the IWGP women's uh, oh, yeah. strong, strong women uh, yeah. and has already dropped it but I think that showed them that she is able to kind of handle the main event scene what I know she didn't have too much at time on it but I think she held herself well while she was the champion there so I think they oh yeah I've seen that she is very good at the wrestling she is I had her on my once to watch for this year Boo, boo, boo. Mm. Ha, now you know how it feels. <laughs> the wrong Nick. You're booing the wrong Nick. Oh, give me time. Don't worry. <laughs> and then we finished off main event segment with the announcement of the two fifth men for the uh, Blood and Guts match next week. Can you believe CM Punk is in Blood and Guts next week? <laughs> the rumor is, did you see the rumor that uh, he asked to be the fifth man? Yeah, Mox apparently was okay with it as well. I don't. Yeah, I'm sure Mox was. But I don't know how how keen the other side of the match would have been. That's because they're just punk ass bitches. Like that's. I don't think it's do something like on a one week notice for that to have, finally have them face off in the ring. No, no, it'd be, it like would have been too couldn't. short. No, you need to need to build that a bit. If if, if they are willing to do it, you need to build it, mm. not just be a fucking one week surprise type situation. Surprise, yeah. here he is. That would never get over. Yeah, and fifth no, man. So the fifth man on the Blackpool Combat Club side, the bastard pack, finally flew over from England. Even bastard man. Say that. <laughs> I like it. It's a bit of history there. Mm-hmm. And anytime you get that man on TV is always good because he is ridiculously talented. And it probably makes sense even him joining the Blackpool Comic Code in general. He kind of has the same vibe and, you know, he is actually yeah. someone from England considering yeah. they're named after a place in England. Black, named after us, so there's a lot of shit going his way. Um, yeah, I liked it. Uh, yeah, good addition. More pack on my TV, please. Mm. But then there was the big reveal of the Elite's fifth member. Now, I for one was shocked. <laughs> this this was a surprise to me. I was I 
I, I figured this was going to be the case. But um, for anyone who doesn't know, it was Kota Ibushi is going to be the fifth man um, for um, the Golden Elite, bringing back that title. I'm assuming they'll bring back the gold merch again. You know, oh, yeah. t- T-shirt company and all that. Um, the t-shirt company that doesn't stock its own fucking merch table. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I mean, obviously with their their kind of partnership with New Japan and him not having a very Good graceful exit yeah. from New Japan. Uh, that that bit was the bit, maybe, it's the only bit that I was thinking maybe it might happen just because they don't want to get on New Japan's bad side of bringing him in. But um, that makes sense, obviously, the history that they have together. To yeah. um, and plus, put him in that match, it's going to be fucking fantastic. Oh, fuck the man yeah. is insane. Oh, there's going to be murder. like Actual murder. So, yeah, all for it. Veins, hook it. Yep. Yeah, yeah so all I think a very, very solid. Very, very solid week for a uh, dub. Not too shabby, sure. Yeah. Consider going into what is basically a, a mini pay per view next week. When we usually blood yeah, and guts. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, baby, baby. Pick up around it. Obviously, they got their, their finals of all their tournaments coming up in the next week oh, or two as well. Fucking pay per view. Fucking tournaments. Fucking stupid tournaments. Death mm. for tournaments. Tournaments have been overdone in wrestling, not just AEW, wrestling in general. Tournaments Specifically AEW, though, when you have three oh, active tournaments at the same AW, time. It's a AW do it to death, but like it's it's a it's a fucking problem across all of wrestling in recent years. Versus, yep. no, we need some tournament. Uh, Last time I seen the one match concept get overused so much was when WWE had their fucking uh, two or three falls, like two or three falls thing to try and get around ads. <laughs> so stupid! Uh, one of the fucking dumbest things that ever existed. But, oh yeah, that's the AW side done. I think, boys, is it? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And you want to add fits because you're required for love that's other? No, no, that's like that. All makes sense for me. Cool. Move on to across. the E, the Fed. Not the E. Love a bit of E. Mad for the E, I hear. Yeah, yeah. So what happened then? We're talking LA Knight, actually, before we can really get into the stories. Yeah. LA yeah. Knight, right. Yeah. I think they're playing a fucking blinder with him. So, so. it came out that he was fourth... Uh, in I think June of total merch sales, yeah. only behind what Roman, Austin, NWO, and someone else. Um, so obviously he's doing well, and then he wasn't on SmackDown last week, and everyone's like, "Where the fuck is LA Where, Knight? Where's LA Knight? The Pucci situation. Where's Pucci? They're geniuses. Keeping him off air is actually building more hype for him than actually having him on air and doing something that they could potentially fuck him up with." And it's causing people to go look for other LA material from his early days of acting. <laughs> and by God, Lord, Steve <laughs> has found some fucking, I don't want to say gems, because I really don't know if you could quantify these as being good. I mean, there was an Aldi ad. Like. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of weird, a lot of weird. I got most of the stuff uh, coming up is just stuff from his old YouTube page, like their piss take ads, but still interesting. Mm hmm. Very, very weird. No, I'm fully convinced that man would just fucking show up to the opening of an envelope at this point. Man's on everything. (laughs) 
Uh, what do you think? Do you think they're they're intentionally keeping them off here to build that kind of hype, or is this just a case of they don't want him to get too over because they don't want him to steal focus off other things? I mean, you don't want a Daniel Bryan situation as well. For well, they don't want a Daniel Bryan situation. I mean, it, it came ended brilliantly, but it fucked up all their plans. So at the same time, if you're doing this whole Jey Uso build right now, you don't want the fans to decide, no, we don't want Jey Uso to win the title off Roman. We want LA Knight to win the title off Roman because it'll screw up your plans that you're doing too. Yeah, that's very, very true. Very true. Yeah, so I you, you I... kind of have to cool them off a little bit for now. So I can understand why maybe they're doing it, but it could literally be what you're saying. Just trying to, you know, absence McTarris go founder. Because like that clip from last week where it was more I think last I checked it was more viewed than the Bloodline segment on mm. social media apparently it's something like 1.2 million views yeah which is ridiculous for an off-air segment oh fuck yeah it has no reason to be as popular as it is but he's making it that popular so fair fucks to the guy for some of that you know they made a manager out of fear that he was too old a couple of months ago. I mean, he's... They sure did, me, buddy. He seemed to mm. be doing all right for himself, like. Respect That'll to the boy, Lenny. That'll never get over. Never yeah. get over. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah buddy. Jeff. Well, what was the one he used to use in TNA? Dummy as well? Oh, yeah. He called, oh, fuck, he called people dummies for a while. Yeah. Can't remember now. It's been a while. Eli Drake. Fucking Eli Drake. Uh, to be fair, if someone had told me like five, four or five years ago that Eli Drake was going to be the most over guy in wrestling, I actually would have <laughs> laughed in their face. So, I mean, fair play to the man. He's gotten more over than he should have ever gotten. But It's amazing what being good on a mic will do. Oh, man, is talk- he's talking his way in. He's, he's yeah. honestly talking his way into. Well, he's talking his way into now being turned babyface, apparently. That's the, that's the latest is they're talking to turning him. I mean, you have to at oh, this point. 100% at this stage. Like, the crowd are already going to do it one way or the other. Mm. So, like, I think they need to, like, obviously, I said that to hold the risk of the dying riding. I think if you, if you leave a little bit here, if you get to go towards the US title, you're, kind of, you're safe for now with the crowd not turning on the wanting to go against Roman, I think. So, as long as they kind of, make him go towards theory soon Up enough I think would be yeah. like he'd be and such an easily believable foil for theory yeah just, oh, yeah. just do it because people mm-hmm. want him to manage to fuck, you know obviously Wiley Vesh been able to do the whole outsmarting of theory and yeah all he has to do is yeah I'm going to outsmart him again and then get on the mic call him a bit of a fucking clown yeah big whoop off we go we're laughing every segment will be so fucking simple for them. It's almost like you can write this stuff, Gordo. It's almost like I could write this stuff, lads. Hmm. But I can't. Because <laughs> nobody's writing anything at the moment, remember? No. Well, you're not in the guild. Guild. The, 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 the union. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the guild. I've been fired. No guild. No guild for me. It's like, uh, back, when playing, it's like back when I was playing well all over again. No guild for you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But my mom says I'm cool. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Fuck off, you. <laughs> uh, uh, what 
else we got then? We had obviously we had Raw and SmackDown. As I said, we did have a was a forty-two minute bloodline segment, I believe. Yep, to open the show on SmackDown. Tell us tales. What did we have? What so, to, to synopsize the 42-minute bloodline segment. No, no. Second for second rundown, Bo. Off you go. You have 42 <laughs> okay. minutes. Steve okay. is the one editing this. You have 42 minutes. <laughs> uh, I might go a little shorter than 42. But uh, Usos came out to open the show um, saying how, um, uh, yeah, basically that they got the win over uh, Roman, even though no one thought they, he could be beaten. Uh, Heyman and Solo came out then. Uh, Heyman got booed to fuck. Uh, Crowder telling him to shut the fuck up. And Heyman said there's only one person in WWE who will tell him to stop talking. And then Solo put the hand over the mic and stopped him talking. So Solo is that one person that can stop him talking. Uh, Roman then came out said he's still the tribal chief and only he can call for a tribal court, just what this segment was supposed to be. Uh, so then the Usos played a video package of Roman being a cunt. Um, <laughs> a la the segment, the last tribal court they had for Sammy, where you know the timestamps and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it started that way. Um, Roman then retorted to that, saying that he did it all for his cousins. He didn't want to do any of that. He did it for them. He takes the weight of all the family. It's all on him to, to take the weight for the family. It's why he has to be like this. Um, doesn't want to be like this. But he said he's tired of doing it all, sick and tired of it, and he's done. Uh, he doesn't want to do it anymore. He takes off the lay that signifies being the tribal chief, put it on Jay, threw the title away, the gold belt. Um uh, got down on his on his knees in front of Jay, all emotional and everything like that. Jay goes in to give him a little hug to say it's okay. It's, it's okay, Roman. It's Jesus, okay. it's okay. I understand, Roman. And Roman hits him right in the dick. So right, big old blow in the dick. Um, low blow from Roman to Jay. Solo take took out Jimmy. Um, so then Solo picked up the lay and kind of just looked at it, and Roman was kind of looking at him, and there was the whole segment of. Is he going to give it back to, to Roman? Is he going to put it on himself? We didn't have time to decide. Jay attacked both of them. Uh, both of us ended up getting taken down by Roman and Solo. Uh, they went to town a bit more on Jimmy then. Uh, Solo ended up putting Jimmy through the announce table with a big splash off the apron or off the barricade. Uh, Jimmy ended up going to hospital. They said the word hospital, not at the mm. medical facility. He went to a hospital. Um, Later on the night then, Jay returned from the hospital because he went with Jimmy. Uh, Roman headed to the ring. Uh, Jay came up through the, tr- came through the crowd and attacked Solo and Roman with a chair. And then the show kind of closed out with Jay. Uh, Roman had dropped the title as he was fleeing the chair. Jay holding up the WWE Universal Undisputed title, whatever they're calling it nowadays, and challenged Roman for a match at SummerSlam. Oh, baby. Close the show with Down Since. Day one, I don't know if they went as long as we did in London, but yeah. Good uh, old, good I, old I it because, uh, we are well able to go long. Uh, you're no, saying no. earlier you don't like you now, but uh, so. um, call it here now. Does Jay win the title at SummerSlam? I think you have to just to, uh, and just like at this point, who else is going to do it? LA night. Like yeah. Yeah. Like Wrestling it's, has more than one royal family. <laughs> That's not his story. Like yeah, the way you need to freshen this up a bit. Like the this whole story for three years, as we've said along, has been about Jake. And if you don't get him to do it, 
where are you going with the story? It's great. You will, like up to now, because of this story has been so good, it's been over and back. The fans have went away. They haven't turned on it. Some people have, but most haven't turned on it. But I think if Jay doesn't win and you just go back to Roman defending as random people until we get to Mania to have the final match against Cody, they're going to turn on him. Yeah. The story is the bloodline. The story is the continuation of the bloodline. The story is Roman finally getting his comeuppance. Hmm. Like I that only Jay, happens if Jay wins. Exactly. Like Jay will win, but like Roman will take a couple of months off and he'll probably win it back at summer at Survivor Series or something or Rumble and then, then they can go to the Cody, the Cody Roman match at Mania again next year. Oh, yeah, like oh, Ro- yeah. Ro- Roman is holding that title going into Mania. That's, yeah. Right, like, yeah uh, let's, let's not beat around the bush, but he she should not hold the title to Mania, but he is holding the title going into Mania. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Jay doesn't need a long title reign at all. No oh, fuck no. He just needs to be the one to beat Roman in this reign. Yeah, that's, that's simple. All it needs. Quick, quick switch through the title for a couple of weeks. That's all it is. Like it's, it's not that difficult. That's we well, joke that's about. We joke about it, but it's honestly not that difficult to book this storyline. This is probably one of the easiest storylines they could ever book. Like even if you want a quick way to get the title off him, you've got the money in the bank right there. If you do want to take it off Jay again easily without having to do too much. Yep. Ah, and then you could have money in the bank. Mm-hmm. They could have potential for uh, enemy of my enemy, Roman, and the Usos have to team up in an enemy of my enemy situation against the Judgment Day. Mm. Which, story. Story. I mean, like, that match would fucking slap. You know, you're, you're, you're telling me you want to put the Usos in there with... With, with fucking uh, well I was going to say with Dom let's be honest it won't be Dom at that point <laughs> uh, with, with, with fucking Balor JD and Bleeding Priest yes please the match that they could have would be absolutely incredible across all of them so yeah make it happen just drop, drop the title and there are such a multitude of things that can fall into place to make things so much fun after that so yeah. we'll see they probably won't they won't, they won't do it yeah but we'll see that's the way I do it but you know how many times in the last couple of years have we booked something that we've believed in this marvelous. story we've believed in this story since the beginning of Jay finally getting it so, it's you know, Jay it's always been Jay Jimmy will win yeah even, even when SRS said it wasn't Jay it's always been Jay like the only way if it's not Jay it has to be Solo yeah it's the only other one I believe at this point Cody can fuck off but I feel like Jay has earned it more than Solo oh yeah 100%. yeah yeah, without doubt. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was... Yeah, there was other things happening on SmackDown, but yeah, that was the big thing. That was the important stuff, let's be honest. Edge uh, had a match. Yeah. Yeah, against uh, Hell Waller, wasn't it? Waller's first match on the main roster. He got the old put over from Edge after. Where's his ball? Edge won the match, but, you know, yeah. Said that he uh, gave him a shout out afterwards. Can't remember exactly what he said. Something like you stepped up or something about water. Some water metaphor. I can't remember what it was. You didn't sink or something. You, you swam. Sink, you swam. You swam. That was it. It's almost like Edge is a nice guy. Mm. But no, no. Edge bad. Christian good. Always and forever. And Seamus didn't win the US title. No. After shenanigans. Bastards. El Bastardo. No, that's fine because they're saving that title for LA Knight. Yeah, it makes sense right now. And Seamus needs to get the IC fucking title. 
Yeah, wrong big yeah. cartel. Can you imagine if he actually if they actually put that title on Sheamus and then they flip the two big card champs next year and have to do the handover fucking spot? Oh, and that's God. how Sheamus ends up. That'd be terrible. Be terrible. Uh, but would it be the most WWE way to actually make that happen? Forgetting. Those are well now they've gotten rid of the whole being at needing to swap over belts because they renamed them all. But that they're the two that never needed to do it because it didn't yeah. matter which brand they were. They weren't brand specific tight, still do titles. It. But yeah, I I have faith in WWE and their ability to be absolutely fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, AJ also had a match against Karrion Cross, which he won. Way oh, is Karrion really Cross we? fucking drizzling shits. He is How not. How was that? He is not. Shut your mouth. Of course he is. He is not. You leave him alone. He's a nice man. Oi. He's a nice man. Is he though? Yes. Is he though? Yes, he's a lovely man. Shut your mouth. He's got a lovely wife. He is the drizzling shits. <laughs> I would go out and no limits to say he's he's easily in the contention for the worst wrestler on SmackDown. I mean, that's a bit harsh. We have top dollar. That's what I said. A- contention. To even include him in the discussion on a show that has top dollar is absurd. Not nada. You're being obtuse. Your face is being obtuse. That's physically not possible. You're obtuse. Obtuse are you? Yeah, what else? Yeah. I said there was like a brawl between all the women. That was pretty much it. I think that was most of SmackDown. Neat. Huge if true. Uh, mm. Raw. Uh, had one of the most clunkiest main events I've ever seen on Raw in recent memory. Oh, baby it did not hell. click. And for all the people in it, you think it would have been, yeah. you know. When I heard there was issues and I saw the lineup of the six man, I thought the only one really here that you could imagine doing something bad would be Dom, just purely yeah. based on the fact that he's young and inexperienced by comparison to the rest of the yeah, people I mean, in the match. They, they sent the judgment day back to NXT this week. That's what was about. They thought it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I don't know what it looked like Seth was misaligned for was it a sling blade and it all went to shit after that. Mm. Um so that's very weird when you see Seth and Finn being the ones being off alignment or whatever way you want to phrase it, but it was yeah, just weird. It very much the case of as soon as the first one uh, as soon as the first one went to shit, it went downhill fast. Um they just never got it back after it. Was yeah, definitely shocking. Probably still not the worst match we saw this weekend. Probably still not the worst match we saw this week. But it was not good. Can't confirm. Uh, What else do we have on Raw? McIntyre and Riddle against the two Imperium lads was a fun match. Mm. Um, Teasing a new member of Imperium afterwards, maybe? Where the lads were a bit frustrated at Vinci for eating the pin? Teasing Vinci leaving, anyway. Yeah. Why, though? Bring back Call Alexander Wolf or yeah, Dragonoff make a lot of sense in that actually, wouldn't he? Would he? Yeah. Was Dragonoff in Imperium? He wasn't, it wasn't in Ring oh. Camp, but he had he he feuded with them. If I remember correctly, but you know that's that's enough for WWE to say yeah, we'll put you in the same in the same faction as each other. Yeah, that's how it works. You're European. You go in this faction. Yeah. He's not European. He's Russian. But anyway, you're Russian. Why are you Russian, Nick? Take your time. <laughs> yeah, and I think he fit the vibe. I think I think that'd work. Yeah. 
And eventually you'd have then a pair of struggle within Imperium between Walter and Dragunov. With Dragunov eventually getting his head caved in because mm. that's normally what happens every time he faces Walter. So. <laughs> uh, speaking of Dragunov, I don't know if we're going to cover NXT. Uh, his match with Braun Breaker on NXT was very good. Yeah, I have not seen NXT yet. I need to watch mm. it. I need to catch up on Same. it. Gordo forgot to record it. I did not forget to record it. The Skybox was a cunt. <laughs> yeah, Gordo forgot to record it. That's what I said. That, I do not see how I am at fault for technology failing. You're the sky person. No, I my head's in the clouds. There's a difference. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah you're a spoofer, yeah. Bill. Different shark. Huge of true. Well, what else do we have? Uh, Zoe Stark against Becky. A very fun match. Uh, obviously, Stark gets the win to try and you know, keep a bit of momentum going. Nice to see them give her the win. Uh, just, she is so good. She is mm-hmm. just, just too damn good. She's fantastic. I love her. She's lo- very good at um, Delighted. Was delighted when she got called up and delighted that she given her a chance to really Shining properly show off what she can do. Um, yeah. and, Be- and Becky's I have to say credit to Becky Becky has given her a lot to work with here um, Becky has not been afraid to fucking put her over any which way she can in every match which has been like not a surprise but yeah definitely very fun and I see a top person put someone over like that uh, actually top person that could be on the way out Miss Rosie yeah so rumor has it she's given the hard out of is it SummerSlam or like a week after SummerSlam apparently she's given the company a hard out that she is Dunsky. Um so apparently that's why the thing with her and Shane is happening now is basically if they want it to happen it has to happen now. Um, Shane Rub. Yep. So Shane on the way is her. Um I don't know I think she I, I think her, her attitude to it was always that she was just going to do for a while. Yeah, do her bits and pieces, come in, do her stint to get the hell out. So, like, I'm assuming her quote-unquote leaving is a, uh, you know, we'll leave until you need to back the Briggs truck up to my house again, lads. We'll yeah. chat again in a couple mm. of months. Um, so, yeah, I'm assuming it's a go away for a while, do what she wants to do in life and come back sort of gig. But, That's yeah. A job for life for her anyway, like. Oh, 100%, without a doubt. Um, and, yeah, obviously... Shayna, to, they had to get Shayna on TV to start getting Shayna a couple of wins to make her seem credible. And poor Emma, I don't know whose phone case she's after stealing since she returned, <laughs> but she is getting fucking buried something fierce. Mm-hmm. Buried alive. Uh, poor, poor Emma. Love Emma. But yeah, good solid match. Uh, Emma, just again, another one who's just fantastic. Doesn't put a foot wrong when she has any match. Made Shayna look like an absolute killer here. Solid, no complaints. Huge, um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna make a pun about how Emma was lucky to survive, and then turn around and say, Well, actually, no one will survive because uh, we have this, uh, 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 etc. Yeah, but then I remembered that, uh, unfortunately, Ms. Beef Champa, thanks to that big bastard man, Bronson Reed. Huge, if true. Yeah. And they're giving a bit of storyline for it. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Nah, look, 
Miz. Mm-hmm. Steve, Steve is here, so we're allowed to say nice things about Miz. Um, <laughs> Miz, is, Miz is probably the consummate professional. So, you know, can't really fall down to the does. And Champa is just ridiculously good. This is also like the first win he's got this year. Really? Holy shit, it doesn't like, feel I like that. I think I saw something this year. Like his, his record this year has been like... Like if he's got it's like insanely negative. Like he's only won like one or two if he's won anything. So yeah, it's, uh, it's you know he's putting a lot of people over. He's a good lad. Good lad as LBs. Um What else we got? Do we want to talk about the best heel in wrestling? Logan Paul. One and only Logan Paul. Mike Graders. No, no, he's he gets it so I hate that he gets it so much. Yeah, it upsets me. That's why he's been engaged. Yeah, Ah. (laughs) penis. He's such a piece of shit, but he's so good at it. He's such a piece of shit. He cons people out of money on a regular basis, but he's so damn talented. Yeah, Rickshay did the flippy thing. He done the flippy thing, and uh, looks like we're getting the two of them down at SummerSlam or is it SummerFest? Okay, Jeremy Piven. Yes, I am. Ah. Uh, we know this should be fun. This should be a spot fest, but uh, oh, it'll fuck be yeah. a fun fucking spot fest. Let's see how much botches we get. It'll be great. Seven. Uh, I'll be okay with that. Seven botches. Make it happen. Make it so. Lock it in. Yeah. It's a pretty big lock. He at fair he did he did nail the he nailed the flip. Let's be honest, he he, he fucking nailed that flip perfect. He slipped a little bit. He nailed it better than NXT. But still, he did it very well. You saying he was lighter in NXT? <laughs> He's lighter in NXT. He Jesus. Doesn't matter, you know. You can't a bit of muscle since then, that. like you know. That's what he called it. All right. In the chest area. Yeah. Uh X on the S J. <laughs> yeah, no, it should be fun. I, I said Logan, but as you said, Logan Paul, it he just gets being the heel in the whole atmosphere, and yeah, it's, <sighs> fuck him. Logan is bastard man. Say so you would too. Logan is a wanker. Logan is a wanker. Na 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 na. Yeah, I see. He was out, put out a video today trying to defend Prime. So oh, sure, they're being sued whole... by the government, aren't they? Or they're, they're investigating it. The US government are investigating it for like the amount of content of stuff that's in it. Too much yeah. caffeine. Now, I think I, I, I very much open to correction here, but I think it's the Canadian government okay. are the uh, ones okay. who are investigating. But apparently, they don't distribute directly to Canada. Hmm. So the fact that they're being investigated for selling a product that potentially has too much caffeine or sugar or whatever it is. Is not on them because they don't actually uh, distribute legally to Canada. Like so we, be like, we don't even go here. Yeah, someone's importing, exporting to them. So they're effectively claiming innocence by proxy of them not being the ones who bring it into the country. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was, that's what he's saying. Um, and that they follow all guidelines for every country that they do follow. So... Who knows? Either way, he's a piece of shit human being, and uh, he can go fuck himself. Yeah, I mean, I think the FDA are also have been asked to investigate. Which is not an official side of the American one, but um, 
like their their restrictions are fucking very like there's a lot of stuff that's legal in the states that isn't legal in Europe mm. because it's fucking dodgy as fuck. So but, you know, it's probably yeah. fine from the FDA perspective. Like, but look, just the codeine fiasco from a few years ago where that was like self-regulated. Oh mm. fuck yeah, Jesus! Oh America, America. I, I, I love I love you. I do. I love America, but fucking hell, He's one of us. Oh, I do. I've so many great memories of my trips over there and hopefully more to come but good lord can they do it sorting some of their shit out as well yeah i say that from a place of love um have we completed wrestling lads I think that's wrestling done Cody and Brock uh, said it segment thing again for stuff oh well, yeah they'll, they'll have their match That'll and the Alpha sure. Academy or, thing with graduation ceremony for Maxine Who's yes. doing pretty well. Maxine is holding her own her career. Yeah. Big fan of her career. Yes, her career is definitely She has a lovely pair of careers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tired. Yeah, um, let's get to that time. Yeah, it's, a, okay, it's so, been a low energy pod tonight, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think we have some bad takes to catch up on. So I've got so let's, let's do a triple try to try we didn't do last week either. Ah. I don't know. Doing this week again? I give it a go. Go on, sure. Rock, rock go on, Gordo. You can read them out there. Uh, where are we going from? What's the start date of them? I think it's a long way back. Back to Mark. Oh, bad takes for episode 303. Yeah. What's so far not? back? Jesus, we didn't do it last week. Okay. Uh, right, so we'll kick it off. First one. Shout out to Kenny for your thoughts. I'm going to give you all a hot take. I don't think this is a bad take at all. Um, I'll give you all a hot take. Baron Corbin been good. He's always been able to turn chicken shit into chicken salad. He just needed the right opportunity to show his skill. And tonight, he got it. I'm glad everyone is giving him his flares finally. This was after Baron Corbin having what I thought was a very, very good match in NXT against uh, fucking the boy Mello. Mm. And since then, they've done the whole thing where he's thrown out his old gimmicks. He's burnt him in a fire, and uh, yep. he's... he's going back to the lone wolf. He has his old music back again. I don't yeah. necessarily think this is a bad take. I think that's I think that's been spot on. I, I've I, everyone knows I've always liked Baron Corbin though, so I've and I've always been in the minority. So I'll open the floor to you on this. One. He's always had the opportunity or the the ability and the potential to be great. It's just he's been saddled with some shit. Like even like when he did the bum ass Corbin stuff, that was fantastic. When he's being brought, like he's been, if there's been a good thing towards him, he's able to make a good use out of it. It's just he've had him yeah. with the happy Corbin, Corbin bullshit for ages. The King gimmick is very tough for most people. It doesn't work they for most. Buried people. him with the fucking weird GM stuff. Yeah, mm, I'm gonna say this is a very bad take. Uh, he has been given so many opportunities to make chicken salad but yet he's the one who makes the chicken shit he is a charisma vacuum now to be fair to him and I will give him a little bit of credit when he was in NXT with the lone wolf or even the one after that when he's just a guy beating up people because he doesn't give a fuck that's good but the problem is is that if you're giving a persona or a, a character to make it good and he never tried to make anything good and I'll stand by that 
if he didn't like it, he didn't try. I mean, it's hard to make Happy Corbin good. I don't know. I could imagine a few people on that roster being given something that shit and making it somewhat watchable. Overly happy characters in wrestling, with the exception maybe of Willow Nightingale, do not work. Or Bailey when she was in NXT. Yeah. But even then, well, as soon as the bell rang, she was a badass. Mm. But Happy Corbin wasn't roster, the face. Happy Corbin was a heel. Exactly. Willow and Bailey are both face work? characters. So exactly. like, you have to be so smug, arrogant, but no one was believing it because he wasn't believing it. He was going through the motions. He was saying all the things, but there was just no feeling behind him. Um, that not necessarily on him if he doesn't have the talent or skill to do that that's fair enough like you can't expect someone to do something that they're not able to do but he was given so many of these gimmicks that he wasn't able to get over and they're all on it just happens too often for it to be a coincidence mm-hmm. anyway that's uh, my two cents we'll, see, yeah, we'll see how he does from this new reinvention and then we'll we'll come back to you let him cook I think he's on final he's on final chance for me hmm He's been around for like 12 years. No, eight years, I think. Was he a PC original? Yeah, he was PC original. So 10 years he's been around. He should be doing and big, being a lot bigger than he is. But hey, yeah. it's just me. Yeah, What's next, Bardo? Next one. Uh, if you couldn't find even one match to like at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, then I don't think modern professional wrestling is for you. I don't think this is a bad take. I think that's very true. Yeah, I think there was a good I think, I think there was a good enough mixture of matches there. I think that might be a good Yeah. Yeah, I'll give I'll give credit on that one. I think I think that was a, that was a good one. Um Oh yeah. This is after the uh the fucking Omega Osprey Tiger Driver situation, this next one. Uh, let's read it. I'm begging for wrestlers who are planning on doing dangerous moves to their opponents to please start polling every member of the audience to see if it's okay with them ahead of time regarding the move you want to do and if it's safe enough for them to watch. I assume this is sarcasm. Uh, no, this lad was actually on a bit of a rant about that in general that day. I can actually remember it. I think he was being genuine with this. Well, he's obviously, no. He's saying, he's saying, no, no, he's saying, no, sorry, he's saying this sarcastic in a way of in a way of a larger rant he he was on this whole rant all day about how basically you know what they done was fine he was basically he had he had absolutely no issue with it thought it was absolutely fine yada yada he's like it wasn't even that unsafe I think I saw him one of his things mm. he was like very much completely defending calling people fucking weak for you know not wanting to see the move all that kind of shit uh, why so weak why so weak why so weak? Uh, next one. Uh, so again, similar thing, Tiger Driver situation, and someone uh, said, this is a really stupid spot that was close to going horribly wrong. Let's not celebrate stuff like this. To which someone replied, dude, just be in the moment and have fun. Your thoughts just popped out when seeing this moment. Kenny Omega took spots worse than this in his career. Why are we acting brand new about Kenny Omega taking dangerous spots when he just went on a clinical classic against Okada? Yeah, I mean... 
not the best take, he's telling lies. He didn't take he didn't take a needless tiger driver that nearly landed him on his head and didn't even end up leading to the finish of the match in any of the Okada matches. I yeah, I'd say bad bad enough take. Yeah, it wouldn't be too bad. I, I, the Tiger Driver spot, yes, it was reckless, but I don't think it, I didn't hate it as much as other people did. So I, the one bad takes on that, I don't take as bad. Cool. Well, jog on sucks. We have plenty of these to fucking get through. Holy shit, yep. we're not even up to the end of June yet. All that. I know, yeah. That's um, what I said, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, wow. Oh, the great one is, is here. Um, wow. John Moxley is one of the worst wrestlers I've ever seen, but I've only been watching wrestling since 1989. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Pretty yeah. bad take. Pretty wow. Bad take. You know, I, I, I can get him not being for everyone, especially how he wrestles certain types of matches and the whole thing of, you know, the amount of bleed if you breathe on him too heavy. But, yeah, that's a, that's a bad take. Objectively bad. Mm. Yeah, that is bad, bad. All right, come on, keep going. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Uh, I'm gonna skip the next one it's from Wrestle Cringe, but I don't really care. I don't think. Uh, I think Wrestle Cringe is one of the bad take in that one, though. There's the reason I don't watch Dynamite Live, and this opener is the reason Moxie is disgusting. His love of bleeding like a pig makes you wonder if he has some kind of issue. If your kid caught himself the way Mox does, you take him to a mental health professional. And this is the context, and this is this is the guy who you should run ECW's website. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, for someone with that history, it's pretty bad take. Yeah, that's that's awful. To be fair. Hey, keep going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For real. Uh, okay, so this is a bit of a thread. Okay, Meltzer quote tweets something. Then there's a response. So bear with me. Um, so someone tweeted Meltzer saying are you for real Edge rejected AW Cody chose to leave Roman would never go there Rollins wouldn't either Papa Meltzer mm. WWE offered more money to all of them if the other side had unlimited money it could give them 10 times what they make now almost every single one has gone with their contracts up. That's, that's kind of how the world works so no they don't have unlimited money yada 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 uh, but yeah essentially Meltzer is saying that you know, AW couldn't compete with w, what WWE were offering for all these guys uh, mm. I don't know I feel some of them do it for the love of pro wrestling and are not all about the money people want, wouldn't want to willingly work at a job that makes them unhappy whether there's a lot of money on the table or not <laughs> yeah that's pretty bad does he understand how you know you see business, Lisa grown-ups have this thing called money <laughs> uh, yeah that's I'm pretty bad I'm a bit torn on that one because I do agree that some there are some people that will forego the biggest money offer money. if they have a desire to do something specific. Money, but I don't know. Like I, I don't see Rollins or Reigns ever leaving the Fed to go to AEW. Money. No, she went to New Japan, <laughs> and they got hurt. And now she's going to Disney Plus. Um, next one, it's a bit of a fucking thread again. Jeez. These fucking thread ones are killing us here, lads. Um, so yeah, so the, the, there was a video of when Moxley and Ishii were going for a double clothes on each other to basically hit each other and crumple in the middle of the mm. ring. 
uh, not the traditional double clothes that were both go flying. The two literally crumpled down on each other. And someone said, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen, pal. Uh, just incredible quote tweets and saying, I'm not saying I'm better than these guys, but this has never happened to me in my 30 plus years. Not even once. What the fuck? No, that in itself, I think, is a bad enough take. Um, some replies, honestly, it just shows you didn't have the type of matches that these two do. To which he says, uh, I put me versus Jerry Lynn against any of these matches. To be fair, him and Jerry Lynn had some great matches back in the day. Mm. Uh, to which JT Jag, of course, the fucking Jags fan. Uh, your highest ever star rating is 3.75. Why should anyone expect you to know what good wrestling looks like? <laughs> ratings. Ratings are everything. That's good burn, even if unintentionally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one is a link. I can't be arsed opening up Twitter. I'm sorry. I'm skipping it. Um, oh, here we go. We're back onto some Meltzer stuff again. Fucking hell, Dave. Keeps this fucking channel going. Uh, so Lance Storm tweeted out basically... Uh, it was an ongoing discussion about will Osprey become the most successful wrestler based on Meltzer's star ratings. Uh, Lance Storm mm-hmm. quote tweeted saying, most successful wrestler is one who makes the most money. This is not a shot mm-hmm. of will. The guy is amazing, but Dave's star ratings do not represent most successful. I would agree with Lance Storm on that. As much, again, love Will Osprey, everyone knows that. But Meltzer's replied, by that standard, three of the greatest of all time were Tyson, Trump, and Rodman. Also, I never called Will most successful or anything like that. Not sure anyone did. Yeah, then he doubles uh, down on it. Yeah, he then doubles down where someone basically turns it after and said, but they made their money elsewhere. Donny said Trump made five million in one night, Tyson made three and a half million in one night. Robin had a ridiculous percentage of pay per view revenue for shows that gross major money. On a per night basis, they more than they, they made more than anyone until modern times made in their entire careers. Like he's not wrong. But also they're not having the same debate. Yeah, uh, Lance Storm said, so Dave, if Beyonce gets paid huge money to perform the halftime show at the Super Bowl, is she a successful football player? Uh, so they said, is she's part of the big game? Robin was the top-drawn main event. Trump, Tyson and Floyd were the most heavily promoted participants in the respective shows. Floyd was not. No. But whatevs. Uh, uh, Lance Storm again, seriously, Dave, you think high-paid celebrity cameos count as professional wrestlers? You're making a ridiculous argument. No one considers those people pro wrestlers. The money they earned was for their celebrity name, nothing else. Well, it's, it's such a subjective you know, phrase, even. The most successful wrestler of all time. What does that even mean? And to different people, it means different things. Yeah, but the word wrestler is there. Yeah, I mean, they're not yeah. wrestlers. What is a wrestler? A wrestler is an old, old wooden ship. I believe he was popular and <laughs> used during the Civil War era. Ah, fair enough. Thanks for explaining yeah. that. Uh, yeah. And it feels like we've been reading these bad takes since the Civil War era. Holy <laughs> shit, there's been a lot of them. We're, we're only up to the 4th of July. Um, call it soon. <laughs> no, we're fucking, we're sticking with this. We're sticking uh, with this. Uh, some tweet out, name a bigger downfall than this. You can't. And it's a... Uh, Moxley holding the WWE title. His title run was shit, by the way. Um, to Moxley, where he had all the skewers stabbed in his skull there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think people have barbecue. I think mm. people are over romanticizing how good they think his title run was. Yeah, it was not great. I was so happy when he won it, but his title run was shit. And he'd probably be one of the first people to say it. Uh, that is a bad take. His title run was not good. 
he was not in a good position to start with. He's now able to go out and have the matches that he wants and he enjoys and a company he's happy to work for. If anything, as ridiculous as he might look with some of the shit spots he pulls in matches, he's fallen upwards and is probably getting paid a hell of a lot more money to do it. So, yeah, very bad take. Well done, Mr. Fitz, for submitting this one. Huge if true. Oh, no, we have a winner. Not the top of this one. I, I may actually call it after this. Tranquilo Club YT claimed on the 6th of July that Wheeler Utah is greater than The Undertaker and Kevin Nash. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Like me, he's not wrong. Well, I mean, he is. <laughs> that is so incredibly wrong. Ooh, that's bad. So face. That is very bad. Um, well, oh, Jesus, AW, AW Nation. Oh, no, no, I just, no, just when I think I'm out there, drag me back. Could, in. I think you can just read the first sentence of this and it covers it. Yeah, anyone else feel like Jungle Boy could be the next Ric Flair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, it could happen. It's far too early to say, but I think we can all agree and say that's not going to happen. No, no, it will not happen because let's be honest, he is not going to have like 17 wives. Uh, no, that he shouldn't. He should never leave Anna Bay. No, he will Anna never Bay. Anna Bay for life. Uh, Houseman with tweets here saying the bloodline storytelling is so epic it plays out across the O2 and Madison Square Garden within a week. That's wild as fuck. Can't think of another form of theater ever that does anything like this. Uh, maybe a recent half hour primetime scripted show that is on the level of the first quarter of SmackDown. So that was the the bloodline segment from the other day. I mean, it's good. They're picking up a little more than it is, but you know, it's yeah. It's, I mean, to be able to, good. I will always say though, to be able to go out and do what they do live, compared to you know scripted TV shows that are going out there and being able to re-record shit and everything, to be able to go out and do what they do for half an hour live, you have to add points for the fact that it is live. Exactly. Now, I mean, uh, I know, like, like it's. Like, I wouldn't be, I know people are saying, I'm nominated for an Emmy, oh, so she, yeah, fair enough, yeah, we're not anywhere near that, but it is just really good stuff. Eh, so. I would have, but they, as far as I know, there's a kind of a technical thing where they put them forward for a sports Emmy, mm. and since you get, if they put, if they submit for that, they can't be put forward for, for the SBs, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever, basically there's, there's some other uh, awards thing that they have been put forward for that, if they submit for that, they can't be submitted for a traditional Emmy, as far as I know. I could be wrong on that. Some weird convoluted shite. Now, um, apparently, SmackDown has been recategorized as a, not a, not sports, but entertainment or something like that. Mm. And they did, like, huge numbers, even by comparative speaking. Oh, it, like, it, it uh, was the second highest in the key demo of all TV last Friday. Or, like, in Friday night. It apparently, absolutely, apparently, absolutely, just fucking destroyed. And as far as I know, more more male or more female than male, if I, hmm. if I remember correctly from what I read. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's crushing it uh, across the board. Um, being honest, for whatever is happening on Raw um, with regards to ratings and stuff like that, what's happening on SmackDown is going to help WWE so much when it comes to these TV deals. Um, that's why I think they're dragging this out at this point. They're coming up to renewal time and they're having to start negotiating. Sort of like, I don't think they can pull the plug on this until they have a good deal in place. So 
we may be in for the long haul when it comes to bloodline stuff. Uh, what do we got? Okay, we've got a couple more. We're, we're working our way through these here, I promise. Uh, the Dudley Boys in WWF were about 900 times better than the Dudley Boys in ECW. Shit, Team 3D were more enjoyable. They were the worst thing on those shows. Gartner's 90-minute obscene phone call of an intro halfway through a pay-per-view dragged the whole show down. Uh, no, I, I don't think I've no. watched enough ECW to, to justify defending the take, but like from my understanding... They were pretty no. damn good in ECW. Yeah, they were pretty damn special in ECW. Yeah. A lot of the ECW fans had from I think says it all. Um, yeah, but ECW was shit. It really wasn't. <laughs> and if you really need to make sure you don't say that in the living room downstairs, or you will actually get fucking hurt. Um, well, this should have been better, Paddy, then, shouldn't it? Paddy, Paddy will take a pizza cutter to you. Uh, what have we got? Uh, apparently, a lot of this is more part of replies. So something were bad. I'm not going to dig yeah, into replies. I'm sorry. It's basically something that's buried, like the Cornet, Bischoff, uh, Disco Inferno, all those lads. Uh, I'm assuming a lot of the replies in it are absolutely awful. We just don't have time. So I'm really, really sorry. Um, what's this? Uh, okay, yeah. So it's basically a picture of the collision match of FTR against Bullet Club, Jay White, and uh, fucking Juice. Uh, on top and the picture of the bloodline below and says 20 minutes of gold class wrestling or 28 minutes of teenage melodrama I mean calling it melodrama is a bit yeah it's a bit it's a bit harsh like um, pretty bad no take. just no uh, oh god this is a fucking paragraph one I'm not doing it no I can't um, Ryan Satin here oh lovely here we go uh, oh, yeah, Brian Last was having a go with Matt Hardy a lot, wasn't he? Um, and then, yeah, Ryan Satin started chiming in, and Brian Last said to him, You're crying again. We call the bad shit bad. We call the good shit good. You won't be whining if you produce that in the last seven years. I believe it's that we could actually, yeah, uh, that we could actually, we could actually talk about or something like that. Uh, and Ryan Satin chimed in saying, Imagine only being known as Jim Cornette's bitch and still being this bold to one of the most popular tag team wrestlers of the Attitude Era. I mean, he can still be a critic and call something he doesn't like bad. Yeah. Like, uh, let's see what else. Oh, another right yeah. Lovely. Uh, Matt Hardy is 10 times more relevant than Jim Cornette will ever be. Jim has literally never been known in pop culture and never will, despite being part of wrestling at its peak. Matt inspired a generation of wrestlers. Cornette inspires a generation of incels. Coming from Ryan Satin. Coming from Ryan fucking Satin. And also, I don't think he actually realizes the, how big a name Cornette actually was back in the day mm. like Cornette was fucking hated like he was damn good at what he done yeah and he had a fucking tennis racket yeah yeah Satin you're a fucking dildo enthusiast it's relevant yeah. um, oh Jesus Triple H needs to start being a boss and not a friend using wrestlers as his toys it was basically a picture of the brawl setting up the six man on Raw this week. Mm. Oh, how dare he book this match between six very talented individuals? How dare he? Uh, oh, congratulations to PC for 10 years. I've been impressed with the generational stars they've made over those years, such as Bianca Belair, Shins. No, he was in New Japan. Uh, Baron Corbin. Hmm. Anyway, happy 10th anniversary. 
We've debated this before on the pod about what the PC yeah. has done. The I PC, think it's done. It's the meant. The PC has been the ultimate finishing school and polish for TV that WWE could have ever hoped for. Regardless of what anyone wants to say, it's bringing. It, they brought lads in. They ironed out a couple of creases and stuff that they didn't want to get them fucking basically polished, or if some people would call it sterilized for TV. To put them up on TV and even do their thing. I yeah, I I, I don't hate the PC. I think it's done its job. Uh, just another one again. That's fine. Uh, okay, we're nearly back. we're nearly there, lads. We're up to the twelfth. Um, oh Jesus! The fact that WWE people watch AEW and have lifted none of their products proves my point. Um, to which Meltzer replies, their top baby face was 100% lifted from AEW. Presentation, look, entrance, song, and promos. Hell Knight was never in AEW. Hey. Hey-o. Um, I mean, yeah, like, like I, I wouldn't say 100%, but yeah, a good, like, 90% of Cody is AEW. Uh, but at the same time, I don't necessarily think Cody was born in AEW. Yeah, you know, a that, lot of what Cody Dunn was born pre-AEW, so that's where I'd say maybe this is not. No, I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. Ah. But yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a bad take for the fact of giving AEW all the credit for what in reality was Cody's build in the first place. Um, hot take. John Cena is better than The Rock in almost every way. No. Hmm. No. And I, lo- I, like, I like both of them. Watch matches from both of them in their prime. The Rock was special, like mm-hmm. for being able to. It's just that extra bit of athleticism he had on top of everything. Just he was able to just do that little bit of extra stuff that Cena couldn't. Both yeah, phenomenal. He could do but, six moves. The Rock could do that fucking weird swing of DDT. He could half lock in a pathetic looking sharpshooter. You leave that man alone. The man got a sliding elbow over. Huge, if true. Like the the last time, that's the last time that a move that mundane has been able to get over, and it's taken fucking th- nearly thirty years. But we're finally getting that way again with a double clothesline. Um, someday hit that double clothesline. Someday, <laughs> someday, any day now. And the final one is a tweet of. Okay, yeah. So obviously, the announcement of Kota Ibushi being a blood and guts as part of the Golden Elite was tweeted out. That's fine. A lot of people weren't familiar with who Kota Bushi is. No surprise. Not everyone watches wrestling outside of WWE or outside of, you know, maybe there are a couple of local indie shows outside of that as well. So, comment here, someone. The motherfucking smartest guys of all time right now. How am I supposed to know who one of the most popular and beloved wrestlers of the last 20 years is? In Japan. Yeah. Heaven forbid people don't watch wrestling outside of America. Yeah. This weird gatekeeping of wrestling is it's it's insane. Yeah. Uh, we did it. We got through them all. We got through a lot of uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, it's fuck lads, it might be the it might be the weirder you the one for me. I'm probably gonna go Meltzer's def- uh, Oh the defense. Time. Yeah, greatest of all time is up there. Fitz, what are you having? Uh, the Rock and Cena, I think. All good shouts. We had a lot of really bad takes there. Um, yep. 
And and seriously, thank you. Like, so, yeah. yeah, and seriously, thank you to everyone. I know I had to skip over some of them. Uh, I said at the time, I'm, I'm really sorry. We just had so many to get through, and we're already closing in on two hours here. Um, and it's nearly midnight, and I am fucking shattered. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, seriously, folks, thank you so much. Keep them coming in our Discord. Uh, there's the Bad Takes channel in there. You'll find links to the Discord on our Twitter, which is at the AW Pod. Uh, I'll remind you that again in a couple of minutes. But yeah, seriously, thank you all so much for sending those in. Uh, do we have any quick tweets of the week? Uh, I'm going to see if there's any really worth it. Uh, oh, CM Punk has finally achieved his true wrestling dream. People treating him like John Cena. Hmm. I like that one. Um, uh, Sorry, now quick scan through. See if there's that then. Uh, oh yeah, perfect. Actually, yeah, you know what? The, the most recent one in there is the one that I'm going to go with. Um, shout out to someone who's off my mind by large parts of of wrestling Twitter, but from time to time I do think he has some very good takes, and this is one of them. Uh, JD from New York, uh, who said from start to finish, AEW Collision has been the best weekly wrestling show since its debut episode out of all three major shows. Or sorry, well, overall three major shows: Raw, SmackDown, and Dynamite. Yeah, it's been solid. It's been really good. Uh, even when it had its down week, its down week was still probably better than most of what was put on in any other segment that wasn't Bloodline. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Collision has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, we've raved about it every week. It's probably become the one show that I don't want to miss every week. So, for me, I think that's probably the best one. Yeah, I'd probably go with that too. Cool, cool. Um, we've made it to the end, boys. Poor else Steve's gonna have so much fun editing this. Uh, oh, there's far too much of me. There's far too much of me. So people have already fucking tuned out around about twenty minutes ago. It was a terrible idea getting me to do the bad takes. Um, <laughs> oh shit, we need to quickly do best match, worst match, and all that shenanigans. Uh, okay, best match. Uh, I'm gonna say the tag match from Collision, Buffalo Golden FTR. Yeah, yeah, it's a safe bet. Uh, honorable mention to Swerve and Nick Wayne. Um, I'll also give an honorable mention to Dragonoff and Breaker from NXT. Yeah, I look, I look forward to seeing that. I like both of them guys. So, um, yeah, very good, very good week for for good matches. Though, uh, very good, a couple of very good contenders this week. The almost worst match of the week award. Who we got? Did almost have a match? No, uh, no, we didn't have almost matches this week. Um, ooh, Shiza, uh, Jericho Commander. Yeah. Kinda. It was very not good. Julia Hart defeat Bambi wasn't amazing. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> great, but it was, at least that was a squash. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. Well, I can't, nothing really stands out as being particular. There was some not great, but there wasn't any like super bad. Horrendous. Yeah, and yeah. I think the main event of Raw was very fun up to a point where just I went off the rails near the end, but in general, mm. it was quite a fun match. Um. Uh, Best segment, bloodline. bloodline. Yeah. Fitz. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent bloodline. Go. Cool. Uh, QTV award. QTV. QTV. Cool. No problem. As soon as there's a QTV eligible, QTV wins. Uh, wrestler yep. of the week. Nick Wayne. Yeah. Fair play to him. Yeah. Um. I might go for a weird one. Grayson Waller. Debut match in the main roster. Debut that match really on the main roster in Madison Square Garden after getting the Cena rub the week before. Possible, a lot of expectation, a lot of pressure on the guy. 
thought he went out there against HOS and wrestling. God knows how long and had a very, very good match between the two of them. Um, yeah, to quote Edge, he uh, he definitely swam. So, mm. yeah, I think I'll give it to Waller. But again, Nick Wayne is fucking phenomenal. So, so good for his age. Frightening, like. Um, show of the week. Collision, probably yeah. again. Probably <laughs> collision, yeah. Uh, SmackDown was very good for the stuff that I had on it, some of the segments and stuff. And again, the main event was very good, but... Collision was collision, and it's back to back to doing what it does best. Sammy Guevara, what the fuck were you thinking, dumbass moment of the week? Oh, I I actually have a particular spot I want to call out for oh. this. Okay, uh, in the in the Derby and Orange Cassidy tag match, there's a spot I really did not like, uh, where Derby where Derby goes to go up and basically run up the ropes and hop off the ropes, and they do the whole thing of pulling the rope out behind them in such a way that his back basically comes down across the back of the ropes. Now, in a time where we've seen lads whiplashing and fucking up their necks off of ropes, having someone's back going basically unguarded over it, and you don't know what way it's going to give, it's going to be. I, re- I really wasn't a fan of that. It may be something small, but uh, yeah, I, just, I, I thought it was a needless spot. I didn't think there was any need for it, to be honest. You could say that about any Derby Allen match. Yeah, true, but I just thought this one was very... Uh, I, I thought that was... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I just thought it was a very stupid one. And it came, it came in a nothing spot and a nothing moment as well. Whatever about if they're building something, he gets cut off with something like that, but it was... You know, he was just going for a generic move while the opponent's partner was standing on the apron and easily able to whip out the rope from under him. I, I, mm-hmm. it, it, like I said, if it was a cut-off spot, I might not have hated it as much, but I thought it was no need for it on... In the in the segment or the spot that it was, yeah, no, maybe it's just me. Yeah, so there's no need for your face. face. I mean, there is definitely a need for my face to make other faces look better by comparison. Yeah, yeah, it's time. Let's get off the air by fucking midnight. Yeah, um, let's do it. Yup. So if people want to get more of us at the alleged wrestling podcast, you get us on all the usual podcast apps. So that is your iTunes, your Google Podcast, your Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening now. If you come back next week, there's going to be another episode waiting there. Hopefully with a lot less of me talking. Uh, if, you've, if you've toughed this one out, fair play to you. Um, you'll also find us over on WrestlingSoup.com, along with the Soup guys themselves and a couple of other shows. Please go spread the love, the love over there and check out the guys and also check out their Patreon. Um, yeah, just their, their content has always been top-notch. We say it every week, but the, it truly has been. Um also, our friends over at Canvas Theory, please go check them out as well. It's www.canvastheory.com. If you use promo code AWP, you will get 10% off your entire order. So please go check out the guys over there. And uh, yeah, spread a bit of that love. Uh, you'll also find us over on Twitter, as I mentioned there a few minutes ago. It's at the AWPod. Please drop us now follow over there. Uh, when you're over there as well, you will find a link to our Discord. You can come join in the fun, chat away with us as we're recording every week, get notified when we go live every week. So you'll actually get to hear the podcast a couple of days earlier. Uh, and you'll also be able to help contribute because we do have our bad Twitter takes and our tweet of the week channels in there where you can post any of the good or bad Twitter takes you find. We do also have a couple of suggestion box ones for like Twitch stream ideas, uh, B show tournament suggestions, and just generic stuff for us to talk about. I know we do have one in there this week that we didn't get to talk about. We're going to put a pin in that and save it for next week. It's talking about AEW uh, trying to increase the numbers of DQs and non inclusive finishes um, and their number of pay per views. Yep. Yeah, uh, so there's a couple of interesting discussions we had there. 
we just had too much to go through this week, so we're going to have to come back to that next week. So check back for a discussion about AEW, DQs, non-conclusive finishes, and number of pay-per-views. Um, also, find us over on Twitch most weekends. It's twitch.tv for slash the AWP. Not sure about our availability this week. I may have again, isn't it? Um, but yeah, if people go over there, drop us a follow. I said it's twitch.tv for slash the AWP. If you turn on notifications, you'll get notified when we go live. One of these days, Steve is going to be on the podcast to talk to us about his thoughts on Fight Forever. Uh, we need to drag him <laughs> back on in, here, kicking and screaming. It's been in the notes for like three weeks now. So yep. actually uh, uh, we, as I said, we're going to, have to kick him, drag him back on here, kicking and screaming to talk about it. Much like we're going to have to drag Deliverance 77 back onto Twitch, kicking and screaming. Hey. Seriously, Deliverance, get back on there. You know, how, how many people do we have to get to follow you before I get back on there? You coward. Uh, but yeah, that's everything. Um, Guys, another week done. We survived another week without Steve. Uh, the poor fucker has two hours worth of a pod to edit now. Ooh, so. sorry. I'm working on a delay here. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll be back next yeah. week. And he doesn't have, have an excuse for yeah. next week yet, so we'll see how it goes. No, I'll, I'll fucking find one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how, how does he normally wrap up these shows? Mm. <gasps> Uh-oh, Tagger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing, means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time. Cause there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>